Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friend, my partner in radio, one Barnabas Piper. Piper, we are uh, we are missing Ronald J. Martin again this week, and I think he's because he's, um, I don't know, he had some engagement photos that he posted. Um, we'll get to that in a segment a little bit later. Uh, we don't know where Ronald is or what Ronald is doing, but I think he's he's uh, he's he's raised his level of friends, Pipe. You know, you and I maybe we may be <laughs> left up, in the dust. He upgraded. Ronald is he's always looking for an upgrade, you know, and he said he said on a program a couple of weeks ago he likes new things. And, um, you know, Ronald's been working hard for the last couple of years to uh, to upgrade. And I think it's it's finally happened for him. Now, let's get right into this. OK, we'll we'll get the sponsor stuff later. Do you think this is the first like overnight, the first like sleepover that at Jared C. Wilson has had with Ronald? Uh, I think it's the first one in Ohio. I think Ooh. Ronald has uh, has made the trip to the greater Kansas City area for times, for the what is it the normal not the normal pastor no it's the for the church conference I don't know oh, that okay. we haven't had conferences in years and years now so I've forgotten the names the of the semi normal pastors conference yeah in yeah. which we get semi famous people to talk to not famous people yes for the normal church pastor gospel right. conference uh, that that is reformed and yeah so I think Ronnie made that trip once I don't know if he spent the night at Jared C's place, like if they did the full on like pajama party or not. He but. packed a little bag at Jared yeah. C, picked a movie, popped some popcorn. Now let's run it back, Piper, for the listeners. Um, you texted me something the other day, which was very intriguing. And it was a screenshot from at Jared C. Wilson's social media feeds in which I'm going to pull this up so I can, I can give a good description because this is radio, not television. Um, so we've got at Jared C., in Ashland, Ohio, um, dang, I just lost it. I hit the wrong button because I'm 85 years old. So it looks like he's in Ashland uh-huh. and he's leaning up against the wall with Ronald for a photo op, a little photograph. But and, not just not just any wall. Describe the wall for us, Ted. OK, so this is like, you know, you know how I'm going to describe Ashland. Ashland is a small town. OK, Um and they don't have enough of an obnoxious hipster population to have like a real downtown scene. So there's really like one street with the 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 kind of requisite abandoned warehouse <laughs> vibe enough to have like probably one and a half sort of functioning, decent brew pubs. Um, you've got one really obnoxious bistro. And I know this because I went to grad school in Ashland. Um, you and, got it one, ha- like, and it hasn't changed in the however many years since. I don't think it's changed. And you've got one like obnoxious, kind of like overpriced ice cream stand. That's your downtown vibe, right? And like four coffee shops and antique stores. So we've got Jared and Ronald leaning against a brick wall that has angel wings like painted on it. So it's like a little mural and it's made for a photo op. And um, I just yeah, want to for- go... For all yeah. of for all of our our uh, Nashville residents who listen, you will be very familiar with this. It's the it's the same angel wings that are in like the twelve South area that are in the Gulch that are in all of the like super trendy areas. Except this is in Ashland, Ohio. So it's uh, yeah. they they saw it on Instagram, which is why these things exist on the walls so that people yeah. will Instagram them, and then imported it to uh, middle of nowhere Ohio. Yeah, Nashville is filthy with this kind of thing. Right. Yeah, filthy is the proper word. Yeah, it's just you you go around and you just see like girls in big hats and rompers posing <laughs> in front of angel wings everywhere. Right. That's that's Nashville in the summertime. We've had to build in like special 
like holiday weekends at my university so that those girls can like travel in packs to Nashville and get their get the Instagram photos taken in front of these uh, these wings, these murals. So what we've got here in this photo pipe, though, is not a pair of college girls, per se, um, per se, but a pair of gr- <laughs> per se. The per se is very, very important. We've got a pair of middle aged men. Um, Jared is leaning against the wall um, in between the angels wings, wearing a pair of sunglasses and wearing an outfit that I, I just want to, I want to recreate this scene because I know there was a lot of consternation in his home probably that morning as he's packing with, uh, what's his wife's name? Amy, uh, Susan, I don't know. He's, he's packing the bag and, uh, he's like, babe, I'm going to see Ronnie Martin, right? Ronnie Martin Loves the camera. Never met a camera he didn't love. Ronnie says he lo- he doesn't love to getting his picture taken, but we know different Piper. Um, we know that our boy, we know the baby boy loves the camera. So Jared's packing that bag and he's going, babe, I gotta have some new tops. Okay. So they probably <laughs> ran out to Marshall's like a little, an emergency run to TJ's or Marshall's to get yeah, a this, new top. And this is, abs- this is absolutely a TJ Maxx purchase. This is the, this is the best like last minute emergency TJ Maxx purchase that, uh, that that Kansas City has to offer. So we got Jared in like a um, a button down shirt, but kind of a casual, kind of playful, a little playful with the pattern there. Piper. Yeah, and it's it's and, sort of a it's like a navy blue base, but with sort of a light blue and purple, like almost like a floral pattern, but like small floral. Yeah. So it does not like big Hawaiian floral. Uh, rolled yeah. up, you know, to the elbows, so got that casual look going on, untucked because again, yeah. casual. You know what that says, Piper, to me? It says, I'm having some fun with it. I'm on vacation, doggone it. I'm going to Ashland. I'm going to untuck the shirt. I'm going to go a little floral, a little pattern, and I'm just going to have some fun with it. Yes. Um, so we got the shirt. We got the shorts where I, I know what happened there, too. Jared opened his closet, and he's like, babe, all I have is cargo shorts. And Amy or Susan was like, we got to get you to TJ's ASAP. And we got to get you something a little bit above the knee. Um, not too far above the knee. We don't want to show too much thigh, but definitely a non-cargo option. So Jared found his way into some nice navy blue shorts and some yeah, like socksless, solidly neutral on the shorts. Like they yeah. just they can you can kind of rock them with anything. There he, he yeah, yeah Be- Becky did well picking those for him because I'm sure he didn't pick them himself. Is that a name? Is that a real name, Becky? Yeah, that's that's a real name. Oh, okay, my bad, man. Becky, shout out to Becky. Apologies for the name. Um, the name butchering by me. Uh, okay, so we've got we got some sockless loafers again, playful, having some fun with it, and we got Jared leaning against the wall with like one leg. Piper, I want to I want to talk about the leg situation. Can we do that? Yeah, I was going to um, go there as well. So I'm glad you I'm glad you you did that. It's kind of coquettish uh-huh. to me. He's got like the one foot sort of resting on the brick, and the other one kind of he's got the knee locked, like it's it's hyper extended yeah, kind, almost. Kind of the kickstand, to- yeah. Yeah, the kicks. He might have to sit in the cold tub a little bit that night and and work the kinks out later. But what do you make of that? Well, I yeah, and then well, and then he's let's let's get to the arms as well. So we're getting the whole pose. Yeah. So he's kind of got arms crossed, but the one is up over his mouth, sort of like the mm-hmm. the thinking man pose. Yeah, um, and then of course com- Ray Bans complete the uh, the ensemble. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is it if. This looks like the last time he posed for a picture was his senior photos. That's Dude, my totally. If you replace, oh, that's so good, Piper. If you replace the brick wall with like kind of a uh, an ambiguous, um, I don't know, nature setting with like a 
like a picket fence behind it and you replace the hand that he has like over his mouth you just put like a letterman's jacket in it going over the shoulder yes. um yes. it's a senior picture you know it's yeah a and, and then and then if the photographer was like give me your best smolder Ooh, uh, this, yeah. was, this you know this was it and you you can tell that he he he's got his hand over his mouth and that's to hide the fact that he's like smiling because he feels awkward. So oh, he feels of, so sheepish. He's, he's kind of hiding it. I also would like to commend him for, you know, we, we associate Jared with this pastoral ministry. Mm-hmm. His legs are shockingly not white. Jared has done some yard work. Yeah. Okay? He's, now, he's, if that, if that short leg went any higher up on his thigh, we might see some glow in the dark here, but yeah. I just associate pastors with like Casper legs and he, uh, uh his are his are just solidly, solidly tanned. So that's a I'm, really I'm great impressed. point. That's a really really great point. I'm impressed too. He's put in some hours on the John Deere, um, doing his own yard work, which is a Midwestern thing, right? In the Midwest, we oh, yeah. we do our own yard work. Down here, yeah. they hire it out, man. It's kind of weird, but um, well, that's because that's down here, you're like, well, somebody else can have the chance to die in the hundred degree heat. I'm not doing that. Whereas <laughs> exactly. in the Midwest, it's it's hit or miss. You might be comfortable. You might you know. Can, might can we hurt. talk? I'm I'm glad you mentioned temperature, Piper. Can we talk about temperature in this photo? Like, it's been hot in the Midwest. It's been upwards of like 95 or 100 every day. Yet, Jared's in the in the long sleeve shirt with the sleeves rolled. Now, my boy Ronald, I don't think I've ever seen his arms pipe. It could be 115 degrees, and Ronald would be rocking like I I've seen a him once. Or a jacket. In what context? Uh, you don't mind a- me asking. It was a photo. Well, do you remember his? Well, one of his sabbaticals, the longest of the sabbaticals, where they yeah, yeah. they were gone for months and months, and he <laughs> took a hiatus from the podcast, and we just had to carry his weight while he was absent. I do um, remember that. Okay, I do remember yeah. all the work. Yeah. yeah, it was tons of work. So so <laughs> busy for us. Um, yeah, he posted one or two photos where he was wearing like a standard T-shirt, and they sort of like a retro looking T-shirt. But yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, so he he does in fact have arms. It's not like skin grafts or anything. They just right. they look pretty pretty normal. Yeah. So the boys wearing like a powder blue hoodie here, red shorts. Um, you know, kind yeah, of the bold, bold red shorts. Bold not red like, shorts. Not like a muted salmony kind of color. The sort of above the knee red shorts that like co- college boys are wearing now. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so it's if, if it was any higher, it would be too high. Is just what I'm saying. So, uh, so yeah, he's, he's above and he's, with the shorts. He's two inches away from a dress code violation for sure. Oh, exactly, exactly. That wouldn't fly at a Baptist school. And he's kind of doing the, the, the kind of chin down, eyes up. That this is this is classic Ronald. Not quite a duck face though. I'm a little disappointed about that. Um, we didn't get the Ronald signature duck that we got on like the Christmas poster yeah. from two years ago. Um, I I would also like for framing. Is is there like a moratorium on socks among men of a certain age? Like yeah. what's the what's the deal with the sockless shoes? They're I, anti-sock, these guys. I will occasionally wear shoes without socks. It, it happens on occasion, especially when it's so hot outside. But it has to be the right kind of shoe. And like Ron is either wearing no-show socks, which is a possibility. He would be the kind of guy to have no-show socks. But he's wearing like straight up sneakers. Yeah. With no, his, that is not good for foot odor. I'm it's just a sweaty say. foot. Yeah. So when they get back to the crib that night and uh, and the two couples are sitting around like deciding what movie to watch, like you're 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 going upstairs and taking care of your feet for a minute. Yeah. Do you think Ron's a foot bath guy? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I, I see Ron as okay, I see Ron as pro pampering in every way. So, you know, if if doing the that's, petty, if doing that the sums foot it bath, up well. Yeah. Yeah, he's pro pampering. He's team pamper. So 
Um, you know, I, I could see him doing a little petty, a little foot bath uh, situation from time to time. But um, now, do you think what what do you think what do you think they lounged in? You know, do you think Jared bought like special pajamas at TJ Maxx for the for the special trip to Ronald's, or do you think he's comfortable enough wearing like I don't know, cut off sweatpants and a t shirt? Yeah, that's man. <clears throat> I, I'm going to be honest. I have a hard time picturing him in anything that doesn't have like a belt and pockets. So uh, I love it. I'm, Maybe TJ's carries some pajamas that have a belt and I, pockets. Yeah. Do they? Mattress. Yeah. Do they have like athletic shorts with belt loops? Because <laughs> oh, you know what it is. Dude, he yeah, has what? the he has the vinyl like hiking pants that zip off at the knee, and those constitute. Oh laps. my gosh, dude, that's so perfect. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect and so funny. All right, so these guys. They're really like satisfied with themselves and they're really excited in this photo. So uh, can, can I have you, Piper, just go a couple of minutes on let's let's go macro now. I want you to talk about um, the, the caption to the photo. And I want you to talk about just the nature of posting this in general and what the what the what kind of the point is of it. Yeah. So uh, I, the the screenshot that I sent you doesn't have the caption underneath. The caption was something to the effect of. Uh, he he made them a little lower than the angels, and then the hashtag was get low. So there was a, I, it's a, I'll give Jared some credit here. There was mm-hmm. a, there was some some very intentional ironicalness to this. Okay. He was yeah. he was going for it there because mm-hmm. you know when you start pulling in scripture, you're either being really sincere or yes. really really tongue in cheek. And I you know yeah. this is very clearly tongue in cheek. And then the get low hashtag. Is just a. It's a little bit like me hashtagging something, you know, rich people things. Just sort yeah. of a. It's a bit of a jab. So, yeah, you know, he he's going for it, but but there's also a sense of like pr- pride in the photo itself. Like there's totally there's, dude. there's definitely a like look what I get to do. Look at what we did. Yeah, yeah look at what we did, everybody. Definitely. Yeah. And Talk about that pipe. Yeah, I just. Uh, well, it's it's hard for me to talk about because it's very uh, foreign to to my photo sharing sensibilities. I like I like Instagram. I like sharing photos. I don't like sharing photos of me. Yeah. Uh, my my Instagram feed is largely photos of other people who I like and care about or things that I think are funny. Um, now I would share this photo because I think this photo is funny, but is. not if I was in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, the I. I I kind of wonder if there was a subtle, like, am I going to get compliments? How many people are going to be jealous? I think there, yeah. there's definitely a prodding, a yeah, prodding the followers for, sure. for like, boy, wow. that looks like a fun hang. I wish I was there. Look who I'm hanging out with. Um, yeah, dude. Ronald's really coming into his own with with this next tier of friends that he's making. And, and uh, this is kind of the proof, you know? I Okay, what are the odds, if you were going to put odds on it, that either before or after taking this photo, the two of them had a conversation that's, that went something like, how many minutes are Ted and Barnabas going to go on this thing on the happy rant? Well, Jared brought that up. Ronald denied that he even cares. He denied that he even, like, is aware that he has a podcast that he's on. Because that's that's Ron's thing, right? Yeah, like, oh, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. I don't. I wouldn't know. even know. I don't even remember the it. name of the podcast that I'm yeah, on. Who are those? Like, guys? I wouldn't even go on it if they if they didn't if they didn't text me every week. Um, yeah, so Ronald would pretend not to care. Jared cares very much, um, and we'll we'll probably listen to every minute of this app. So uh, and and I'm and I and then because I'm fairly certain that either uh, either Melissa or Becky took the photo, yeah. uh, they're. 
there is a real good chance that Becky was eagerly awaiting us ripping into this because she's an avid listener. And yeah. I think she's, I think she is the mastermind who set this whole thing up I love to it. get the two of those young men, uh, featured on this podcast by young men. We mean nearly 50 year old men and I mean men who are way older than me. Yes. Becky, if you're listening, thank you for doing that. It brought us a lot of joy. Now I want to talk briefly about, um, our reactions to this when in real time when we first saw it. So you, you, you texted the photo out and um, I texted back like pipe. I haven't even seen your engagement pics, right? <laughs> because there's something very like engagement photo esque about this to me in the, you know, you pick the perfect background, the perfect kind of like outfits and coquettish, you know, looks at each other. And um, I, so I, I texted that back to you and I hit send and then immediately I hated myself because what I really wanted to text was um, a line from Carly Rae Jepsen's song, Call Me Maybe. Uh, it's hard to look right at you, baby. So here's my number. Call me maybe. Like they're kind of not looking at each other. <laughs> I think that would be the perfect because they've been doing this dance for a long time, you know, and now yeah, and the, now it's consummated. The And that's another interesting thing about this photo. The It's it's a blend of, of two different eras because the outfits are very like uh, – pseudo stylish middle-aged man of today the yeah. pose is very like 1980s pop duo yeah possibly yeah. early 90s but like yeah this this would this pose would work just as well with like parachute pants totally. or like a, a like a black and teal windsuit or like There's, a cosby sweater yes and a, and a big I mean, gold it, chain yeah so i mean it's <laughs> it's it's of an era but but dressed like today yeah totally dude totally um, yeah, what a gift Piper. I mean, what a, what a gift we've been given by these two gentlemen. And, um, what do you think the, what do you think the purpose of this meeting was? What kind of high level, you know, industry stuff is going on here or is well, it just pampering and relaxation? Uh, I think Ronnie brought Jared in to preach at his church. Well, I know okay. that, I know that Jared preached at his church because he, yeah. he shared about that. Both of them did, which is cool. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's also, you know, it's nice when an excuse to hang out with your bosom buddy merges with an excuse to have somebody else preach for you on a Sunday. Ronnie really got a twofer on this one. Yeah. So it worked out well. Dude, let me ask you this, man, just in the world of like kind of pseudo celebrity dynamics. And there, there's always these dynamics in groups and with with individuals like who do you think? And I really don't know the answer to this. I'm not looking for one thing or the other. Which which unit, which party was more nervous about impressing the other party here? Because I, I could, I think, make an elegant argument for either one, but I want to know what you think. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, I think I think the pressure was on Ronnie more because he was the, he was the host. So. Okay. When you're when you're hosting somebody else, you know, they posted some very cozy pictures of like sipping coffee in the breakfast nook mm. and back porch sitting and things oh, like that. Like there's just just a wonderful time. I know. It was just really heartwarming and Dude, you gotta and plan the perfect menu. Yeah. You know, kinda edgy hipster food, but nothing nothing too crazy because the Wilsons are from Kansas City. You know, let's not not go too new school California Pirates of the Caribbean on this thing, but you gotta you gotta keep it a little, you know, Midwestern. Yeah, and well, and uh, and Becky Wilson is 
is known in their circle of friends. Uh, I've I've experienced their hospitality. She's just she's a a wonderful hostess who loves to like lay out a spread of all spreads for a crowd of you know fifteen people coming over. So there's a there's like a do we have to do we have to mimic that? Do we do how do we do our own thing? This is obviously smaller. There's only one couple, not not a party. So I, and then you know Ronnie, he he's always you know he's always presenting. So. Yes. How is, you know, what is, what does presentation look like in the comfort of your own home? That's kind of a, that's an interesting balance to strike. So it is, I think the pressure was on him. Like, I think Jared could have rolled in and as long as he was nice, which he he is, uh, he was going to be fine. Cause he, you know, Mm -hmm. like he's the guest, he has to be treated with respect. He's the guest preacher. He like double honor there. So, uh, there's just, there's a, uh, I think, I think the pressure was off the Wilson fam. That's a good point. That's a good point. I want to I want to talk about one more thing in relationship to this and then move to another topic, which I can't decide if our second topic is more or less ridiculous than this. But we'll uh, we'll have to just see how it plays. I think I think Ron plays a very special role in the the church. And by the church, I mean, like Big C, like the church national. Yes. Um, Ron, his spiritual gift is making kind of dumpy Midwestern pastors feel cool. And wherever he goes, especially as he travels in packs of pastors, like by nature of where he grew up and what he used to do vocationally, like Ron is just probably the coolest guy in the room, right? And they gravitate they gravitate toward him because they they feel cooler when they're in his presence. And uh, I've seen this dynamic play out time and time again. And I think um, not to say that Jared isn't cool, but um, you know, I think I think there's a there's a draw there. Or do you, do you follow? Oh yeah. It's, it's, uh, Ronnie's like that guy you meet in college. So I showed up to college and I was just, you know, it's kind of un, just a normal guy. You know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't just, I wasn't like dumpy. Neither was I stylish. I wasn't yeah. a great athlete, but I played sports and mm-hmm. just kind of that middle of the road guy. And you find those one or two people who you're like, man, that guy knows how to dress and he's a nice dude, or yep. that guy's the best musician on campus and he's a, he's a good hang. Mm-hmm. And like, you just sort of gravitate towards those guys. For me, it was like the one or two guys on, on either the football or the basketball team who were both, who were really good, but also really nice. Yep. And, uh, and Ronnie's kind of that guy for pastors where they're like, yeah. man, he's, he's cooler than me, but he likes me. Like he makes yeah. me feel cool. So yeah, there's, yeah. there's definitely that vibe going on. Dude, Ron's great. He, Ron's great for pastors too, because he, he loves to dream big. Right. And I think pastors, because they have a hard job because they legitimately have a tough job, you know, they need somebody to like, you know, raise their, their gaze once in a while and help them to dream big and think about the next thing. And, um, Ronald, in addition to being, you know, like you said, nice. And like I said, the coolest guy in the room, I think he helps them do that. So, um, we've got to, we got to figure out a job for our boy where he gets to just vocationally make other dumpy pastors feel cool. And, um, I don't know what that is, probably something related to sojourn. Cause I think kind of the whole thing is about that, but, um, you know, hopefully we can get our boy uh, locked and loaded into something like that. Yeah, he needs it needs to be sort of a like a pastoral retreat ministry, but yeah. not like not like the Eugene Peterson kind of thing where it was sort of very reflective and quiet and distant and whatever. It yeah. was uh, it was more like a more like a 
kind of the hipster commune where like he yeah he raises the level of cool there's just a, there's a different <laughs> vibe and aesthetic it's very yeah. instagrammable and just sort of so the guys roll in and like their khakis and polos or like their their ill-fit jeans and whatever and uh and then and then he just he raises the level for like 72 hours totally dude and they they leave on such a high right they're just on they're on aesthetic cloud nine when they leave Dude, it kind of kills me that he and Melissa don't have like I would have thought by this point they would already have like a retreat center kind of ministry set up where they're they're living in some lavish palatial estate that somebody else has funded and and just hosting these things. Yes. I feel like that's a they need, they need to do. OK, here's what it is. They need to do yeah. a pastoral air, uh, not Airbnb, just bed and breakfast, like a pastoral yeah. bed and breakfast, but with like an Instagram or YouTube show. So there's oh, like dude, interviews, yes. there's like interventions for, I'm sorry, cargo shorts are like, we understand kind of what can, not to wear. Feel. You can come in with them, but you yeah. can't leave with them kind of thing. And a bit, yeah, a bit of a what not to wear, but very uplifting, very warm. Not yeah. like, you know, this, there's, there's no tearing down for your poor Midwestern style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that they have a future there and just yeah. sending pastors and their wives away feeling like cooler. Bucks sexier just and everybody's a better leader when they feel sexier like that's just a given so sexiness and leadership you can draw a straight line there for sure we all know absolutely john John piper confirms (laughs) absolutely dude we got to make this happen man we got to make this uh this retreat center happen i feel like it's just a slam dunk so um shout out to uh, jared and ronald and their wives for um yeah just giving us a nice like 30 minutes of content there. Yeah, we it was a real blessing that they gave us. It was a huge blessing. Shout out to Jared for stealing my friends. You know, congrats, <laughs> kudos, solid work by you. And, um, you know, hopefully maybe they'll post more pictures. Like, okay, Piper, you indicated that there were more pictures. And because I'm not on social, I can't see them. So maybe I can have you text those over at some point. Yes, I can. I can share those. We can, I want to see, I want to see happen. this. I want to see this engagement, this bromance just flower. Uh, I want to see the full bloom of it. Um, okay, Piper, speaking of other ridiculous media that you have texted to the happy rant group chat, um, you texted a video and it was by an account called the Berean millennial. I don't know anything about that. Um, but the, the caption was, well, y'all dot, dot, dot Bethel has officially ended racism by doing a ritual and quoting a phrase found in Lord of the Rings. Uh, and then the words, I can't, and then a little emoji, and then it says, end of the madness. And um, I watched this video, Piper, and there are some people on stage. They have what looks to be like a, a staff, like a giant piece of wood, and they kind of do some quotes from Lord of the Rings. And it it, it kind of shocked me that you could... <laughs> that you could end racism by quoting like the whitest movie ever made. Um, (laughs) I think Lord of the Rings is right up there with like golf and Ikea in terms of whiteness. And, um, you know, it's, it's (laughs) astonishing to me that they chose this movie to end racism with. Um, Is it though? Is it really (laughs) astonishing? Like what were they going to quote Friday? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love it, dude. What are your, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I just, Again, I feel blessed by the internet, which is not a thing we can say very often these days because it, it's mostly a cesspool. But uh, this is so the the line they quoted was Gandalf's famous "You shall not pass," which yeah. he let's nerd for a moment here. Uh, he 
slams his staff down in the mines of Moria. There's a giant fire demon called a Balrog coming towards him, and he he's defending this Fellowship of the Ring as they flee from an army of orcs. So yeah. that's the the fantastical setting of the movie, also in the book. Uh, they do the same thing where they lift. There's what like five or six people all putting one hand on the staff. They raise it up and slam it down on the stage and yell, "You shall not pass!" and declare racism ended. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess it's over now because in Sweet the power dude. of a, in the power of a fictional wizard with a mm. staff that uh, is is a you know a mimicry of his, uh, yeah. five people at a random megachurch decided that it was done. So, good. Dude, I wondered All because finished. things had seemed yeah things have seemed better out in the world, you know. Just driving around and, and reading the news, I felt like things were better. So um, shout out to Bethel. What, now, help me out here. I don't know my mega churches. What is Bethel and where are they? Uh, they're like a – so they're, they're, they're a major mega church or like network of churches. And they, uh, they're real, real out there on like the, the claiming of promises and the prophetic voice. Yeah, they're the ones who were like – praying they do like praying over graves big like grave sitting and yeah. they they had a situation where one of their one of their worship leaders i think lost a child uh and then mm-hmm. they asked the congregation essentially to pray for this child to be resurrected and so there's just a like they're they're way out there in terms yeah. of in terms of just any sort of theology and this is a real good indication of that like i heard somebody else call it witchcraft and i'm like technically not witchcraft it would be wizardcraft because he's quoting gandalf but um it's that's not far from the truth just in terms of how they sort of take the words of scripture and use them to like twist a promise to their ends and things like that. Do you remember uh, maybe a year or two ago, we had a conversation about, they were like blessed leggings or prayer leggings. They're like anointed. Totally. Uh, anointed leg. So that came out of somebody from Bethel. There's that's sort of their, their. Solid, so, Solid. so this is, this is very on brand. I, what I didn't think was like, I just wouldn't have guessed that they would have gone to Lord of the Rings. That just yeah. seems. Dude. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. Everybody in the world, obviously, but um, and I, I work primarily with football players, so my sample size is is small. But I don't know a lot of black dudes who are like talking about Lord of the Rings a whole bunch. Um, do you like what's your what's what's your experience with like black folks in Lord of the Rings? Um, I I don't think I've ever had a conversation with a black person about Lord of the Rings. And it's not because I haven't had conversations with black people, lest you make such an accusation of me. Right. Um, Yeah. I I think this falls under the, the, the whiter side of uh, the whiter side of the, the movie spectrum for sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, and also just knowing Bethel's theological proclivities, I thought quoting Tolkien in a church service was the exclusive domain of white reformed people. Oh, I was going to say that was my next comment. I feel like this is probably the most like theologically sound thing that's ever happened in their church, being that it it employs Lord of the Rings, at least. I mean, it's it's still ridiculous, but um, at least they got Lord of the Rings in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's probably like them quoting that is the most accurate quote they've had in a service in a good while. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. it's closer uh, to scripture, at least, you know, it's on the spectrum. I feel like it might fall outside the scope of authorial intent 
Um, Maybe not what Tolkien had in mind and definitely not what Gandalf was referring to. So (laughs) there's there's some there's still some playing fast and loose with an authoritative text. But to be clear, they've still screwed it up. However, that's to be expected. Dude, is is Lord of the Rings wider than like Frisbee golf? Which which thing do you think is like the the wider thing? Oh, Lord of the Rings, for yeah, sure. Because like I don't I don't know I don't know a lot of uh, I don't know a lot of minorities who love disc golf. By the way, frisbee. Oh golf, yeah, disc kids. golf. My bad. You work I just college. Lost, How do you not know this? I lost uh, so much street cred with the the disc golf community. See, My bad. Di- yeah, <laughs> they're done with you. Yeah, they're taking their nine rubber discs and you know <laughs> ponytails and going home, putting uh, them into their knit bag and going yeah. home. <laughs> putting on their Vibram five finger shoes and stomping away in a hissy fit. Um, but the difference is that there's a hundred percent chance that if, if minorities chose to, they could dominate the disc golf scene. Uh, yeah. there's like a 0% chance that they could just fall in love with this weirdly fantastical thing called Lord of the Rings. That just, that's true, man. So yeah. one of them falls way outside the bullseye. The other is like, we're just good at other stuff and we just ignore that thing. So I feel like a lot of time has to be put in with Lord of the Rings. Like you gotta, like you've got to have an older dork in your life who at a very young age, like introduces you to it, wants to talk about it all the time. That's kind of the, that's the trajectory with Lord of the Rings. You don't just roll out of bed becoming like um, conversant in that necessarily. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's and and even if you all you ever do is the movies, it's still an investment because you're talking like nine hours of oh, life. Dude, they're literally the longest things ever made. And um, and so here's they're the thing. endless. I I have read the Lord of the Rings books multiple times. I loved them growing up. I probably read them the first time at you know ten or twelve years old, something like that, and. And uh, reread them you know, a year or two ago, and then listened to them. You guys, know, so I've, I've kind of I've invested in this thing, yeah. And I completely understand why other people don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an acquired taste for sure. You know, not a given that. Um, you know, it's just going to be a, a a love connection with Lord of the Rings. I'm not a Lord of the Rings guy, um, but I'm not a I'm not a made up fantastical worlds guy. Like almost any story that takes place in that kind of environment, I'm I'm out on. But uh, to each their own. Shout out to Bethel for ending racism. Um, thank you. It was a it was a it was a tricky thing that a lot of people have tried very hard to do, and they did it in the span of a minute and a half. So, yeah, um, I I mean I, as is the case with most prophetic words, you know, I think we're supposed to see if it bears out before we know if it's accurate. But that's I mean, true. signs are really promising. America seems like a better place since this video hit the internet. So I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, totally, dude. I'm feeling fantastic about it. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. We're still white men. We're not allowed to feel fantastic or speak about to anything. such things. So, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad. We can't feel good. Piper, you know what I do feel good about is uh, Redbud City Coffee Roasters. I feel really good that we have a coffee sponsor, that we have a partner that we're doing business with in the coffee realm. Uh, I feel really good about um, Redbud being a business in America that hasn't yet been shut down or canceled. So. Uh, shout out to them for that. They're still roasting coffee, still sending it out. Piper, where can people get their hands on Redbud City Coffee Roasters product? Yeah, if, if they go to listeners, you go to redbudcoffee.com. Uh, they, it's a great, clean, easy to navigate website. They've got all their coffees there. They, they rotate roasts, so they don't they don't have the same ones all the time, um, which is great because it just means you get to try a bunch of different coffees. I think I've tried 
I don't know, five or six of their roasts. I enjoy them all. Uh, the Brazilian remains one of my favorites. Uh, and then you use the code HAPPYRANT at checkout, and you'll get a 10% discount off of your your total order. So no matter what it is you order, if it's a you know a single bag or six bags, or they do like bulk sizes too. So you can buy like 36 ounce bags if you're you know like me, drink coffee religiously. Uh, so just 10% off with the Happy Rant discount. Um, and it's great. They sh- they're still shipping. They're still shipping in a timely fashion. It, they turn their orders around pretty quick. So go to redbudcoffee.com, use that discount code, get yourself some coffee. There you go, man. Partners. Not life partners, coffee partners, but still partners. Um, Piper, I want to talk about one last little business endeavor. So my kid, uh, senior in high school, he is. we are homeschooling him this year so that he can play public school football. And um, part of his homeschooling is a like a personal finance unit and uh he has set up he's starting to do a little ebay wheeling and dealing so my kid is on ebay and he's put up several copies of the outstanding life of an awkward theater kid author signed they're very cheap very reasonable i think less than 10 bucks gets you the signed book and the shipping out the door uh so visit ebay um look for those signed copies of the outstanding life of an awkward theater kid how much how much did you charge him for the stock like, cause that's part of business here is like, he needs to pay for the stock and then sell it for profit. So what did you charge him? Or did you We're charge gonna, him like, is it like goods? You're giving him goods for services and he's going to mow the lawn or something. Nah, he, we're doing it on consignment. So okay. uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little back end. So whatever, okay. whatever he gets, I'm taking half. So, uh, we're 50, 50 partners in this little endeavor. And, um, you know, he's, he's doing the legwork, putting them up on eBay, doing the shipping. So, uh, so yeah, put a little money in, in little T's pocket and Big T's Pocket. Not to worry, though, we're still partners with Jeff's company, Amazon. So um, lest you think Jeff and I had a falling out, we didn't. We are cool still. And um, still doing business with Amazon, also doing business with eBay now. Um, It's all about partnerships, Piper. It's all about who you know in this business, you know. And um, Lord willing, we uh, we can move a few copies of that book. Pipe, this has been enjoyable. I feel like we've... Uh, we've done what we do best, which is ripping things that other people have done. <laughs> it's kind of sad that that's what you and I are best at together. We bring that out in each other, I think, which is yeah. My, uh, my favorite comments we get from listeners are how the, the tone of the show changes when one person is gone. Totally. So like when I'm gone, there's, it's usually like nostalgic leans a little yeah. bit more, uh, not more, not morose. Cause you sentimental. Guys are depressed. sentimental. Yeah, there's, there's definitely sentiment. And then there's, yeah, there's just like a, there's a, just a subdued quality to it. Uh, yeah. and then Ronnie leaves and, um, and we, we, we kind of swing the other way and it's like fully acerbic towards yeah. whatever. Yeah. And you never miss a show. It doesn't seem like, cause there's not enough, like we don't have a body of work with just me yeah. and Ron to really say not what. a lot of sample size. I'm, yeah, like I'm kind of the episodes. I'm the Cal Ripken jr. Of this thing, you know? I'm uh, I'm I'm an Iron Man. When I retire in like 23 more years, you know, we we can, uh, you know, we can do a big ceremony. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, I would go with Bruce Matthews just for the sake of the sport, oh, the cool uniform. But I'll take uh, that. Man. Yeah, I will. I will 100% take Bruce Matthews, one of the one of the great O linemen in NFL history. Longevity, uh, the body work speaks for itself. Much like the show pipe, uh, much like the way that we do what we always do on this program, which is wander to and fro throughout a couple of topics. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. 
If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast.